0: There once was an elderly doctor who had lost his wife. It already had been two years since his wife was gone, but he was deeply sad and depressed. He went to see Viktor Frankl to seek his help. Instead of giving him an advice or analyzing his condition, Frankl just heard him out thoroughly. Upon knowing his condition and his past background, Frankl asked the elderly doctor what would have happened. If he had died before his wife? The elderly doctor, upon hearing this hypothetical question, was horrified. He said that it would have been terrible for his poor wife. She would have suffered tremendously. To which Frankel responded, You see, doctor, you have spared her all that suffering, but the price you have to pay for this is to survive and mourn her. The doctor didn't say another word. He took Frankel's hand. In his own as a gesture to thank him and left Frankel's office in peace. He was able to see another side to the situation. He was able to serve his beloved wife. His old age just found a purpose to live. Hello and welcome to Thirteen. Thirteen is a podcast about being and creating. In this podcast, we acknowledge the mundane and celebrate the everyday. Here we read, interact, and share our experiences with an intent to be and to create. I'm Shantesh, your host for today. Let's get started. First of all, a very happy new year to all our listeners. If 2020 was a year that allowed us to pause and find ways through the hardships, and in doing so, made us look consciously or unconsciously, within and inward, may this new year take that stride further and allow us in consciously finding our purpose for life, or as the French me in the phrase, raison d'etre. With those wishes from me and my team at 13, let's begin today's podcast. Rationally, if we look, then 1st of January is just another day, but there's something very unique about 1st of January. Many people, I mean many of us, make a promise to ourselves and we commonly refer to that as a New Year's resolution. And for most, this lasts about a week or a fortnight if I were to exaggerate, and then our old habits take over. Doesn't it sound familiar? But if we look at the phrase New Year's resolution, it comes with an expiry date already. It's for this year, and for many, like said, it lasts only until the year is new. Something that already has such a limited possibility, how can that last? Therefore, we decided to bring a topic that touches our inner core, several facets of our life, to help us in finding our purpose to live. The topic is none other than the title of this podcast, Ikigai. And for those listeners who have never heard this term, Ikigai is a Japanese concept which means a reason for being. It is a concept that gives us a purpose to live. But it is much more than that. And we'll be finding about that in this podcast. But before we understand this concept further, let's have a distinction in the meaning of purpose. Often we confuse the meaning of the word purpose with motive. In the prelude of this podcast, we heard the elderly doctor's story. He found his purpose in living and remembering his wife. For many, there could be different purposes. A purpose to serve the community, safeguard the country, providing education, caring the underprivileged, building better living, and so on. But when I recently asked a friend of mine during a get-together about his purpose for life, he said he wants to earn money. Another one said that she wants to travel the world. While it can certainly be a purpose in the context of knowing my friends, the responses come from a sense of scarcity in the prior and accumulating several experiences in the latter. That to me qualifies as a motive rather than a purpose. There's nothing wrong in having a motive, but often motives are short-lived and self-centered. When it comes to defining the word purpose, it has a complex meaning to it. There are layers. It is an amalgamation of several words. Intent, objective, aim, motive, and cause. Ikigai too is that term which has layers to it. Irin Neemee Honghurst writes in her book Japanese me if you think of your life as a flower then your ikigai is the center and is what holds it together she further writes the beauty of the flower comes from the sum of its parts how beautiful the petals all look together but individually each petal represents a different facet in your life basically ikigai is a concept that drives you through thick and thin to know this concept better let us visit its home japan on the island of okinawa in southern japan there is a little village called ogimi known as the village of longevity the village boasts a population of about 3000 people and it is recorded in the guinness book of world records for highest number of centenarians in a village in fact Okinawa has the highest life expectancy in the world. Is it the magic of the moringa tea or the tofu and fresh vegetable-based diet or the tropical pleasant weather that creates the right balance and conditions for higher life expectancy? When scientists and researchers studied the island and interviewed the centenarians, the one common answer they found was finding fulfillment through their purpose, their ikigai as the reason for their long life. And it's not just the long life it's the quality of life that they live they cherish gives them the purpose the reason to live we have been talking about this concept of ikigai but how do we comprehend this what does it in a real life situation mean what is ikigai to know what it means well This will only inform you the meaning conceptually, but to know what ikigai means, even if it is conceptually, visualize four circles like in a Venn diagram which has two overlapping circles. Imagine these four circles overlapping with a part of a circle barely overlapping with the other three. That tiny little patch where all the circles coincide and meet is where the ikigai lies. If you aren't able to visualize or my description is unable to paint the picture, please look at the album art or the thumbnail image of this podcast. Each circle in this diagram represents something. The first circle represents what you love. The second represents what you are good at. The third circle represents what you can be paid for. And the last one, what the world needs and the area where all these circles coincide where they all meet is where you find your ikigai simple right let's look at it a bit deeper now if you combine the first and the second circle that is what you love and what you're good at there is passion for example you love coding and you are also good at Learning new programming languages and softwares and those kind of skills, then that qualifies as something that we are really passionate about. If you combine the second and the third circle, that is what you're good at and what you're paid for, that defines your profession. For example, you have studied law and you're working as a lawyer and you're being paid for that uh, for your practice, then that forms your profession. The intersection of the third and the fourth circle gives vocation. For example, you're earning your living through your skill of being a carpenter. And you are providing this service to the people around you who need this skill to get their space organized. That defines as or that qualifies as vocation. And when we intersect what the world needs and what we love, we get mission. For example, uh, being a filmmaker is something that you love and through your films, through that medium, you influence the society and that could define your mission. That could be the, the mission uh, that is driving you. But the problem is when we only find one of the following, that is either passion, profession, vocation or mission, there is a sense of void that we feel. It's not whole and complete to live. Even if one of the four circles is missing, we lose something very integral to us. If we have all the circles, but we don't really enjoy or love what we do, there's displeasure. If we have love for our work, it's revolutionary and groundbreaking, and it also pays us, but we simply aren't good at it. We will be dissatisfied and if we have everything but it doesn't really pay us we are not able to sustain monetarily soon we'll be unfulfilled but if we have everything we love our work we are paid well we are also good at it but if the world doesn't need it we are completely demotivated consider that you're working on a software in a remote location the software is something that, let's say, manages the backend operations of a transaction system of an oil refinery of whose business you are really not familiar with. Sure, the world may need this in a larger picture, but you sense that you are not really responsible for this work. You can easily be replaced by another engineer or you don't see the groundbreaking difference you your act making on the world. It is but natural to be demotivated. Then we try to soothe ourselves by saying that this is our profession or we are being paid well and what can we do? We literally drag ourselves each day out of bed to do this task. The researchers at Okinawa studying those people found that The people there look forward for getting up. They look forward for the day ahead. And that is amalgamation of their intent, objective, aim, motive, and cause. It's their Ikigai that is the secret for their long, healthy, and fulfilling life. The characteristics of Ikigai are finding flow in everything we do and remaining active, taking it slow and not worrying. Cultivating a good culture, including a good nutrition, and not just for your body but also for your mind and your being. Nurturing good relationships, living an unhurried life, being optimistic and full of life, reconnecting with nature, being thankful, having a resilience and being adaptive, cherishing wabi sabi, another Japanese concept that embraces the imperfection of life, and realizing this moment. By finding our Ikigai and living its characteristics in our day-to-day life, we can lead a meaningful, purposeful, and a fulfilling life. But where and how do we find this Ikigai? One may ask to themselves things like, I've been working in this field for 23 years. Can I find my Ikigai now? Or I'm 78 What's the point in finding my Ikigai at this time of my life? Or, I'm in deep debt. First, I have to focus on earning and paying that off. How can I then concentrate on another thing? All these are valid concerns, but invalid references that unnecessarily hinder our path. We all seek a peaceful life, don't we? We wish to earn too and also contribute to the world we live in. We also aspire to be doing this by being good at it. The Japanese believe that each has an Ikigai within, and one can find it by only looking within. Finding Ikigai is not a destination but rather a lifelong journey. One never lands on Ikigai. Even the ones who seem to have discovered or found their Ikigai have tremendous scope for improvement In refining and defining their ekigai further, anything we discussed here onwards will only land as a concept. One needs to experience their ekigai, and for that, we can initiate the process intellectually because intellectually driving things will yield a tangible result, and that can be a start, but only a start. One can therefore start by sitting with a pen and paper and jot down the things they love. The things they are good at, the things that pay them, and the things they think the world needs. Mind you, these are 4 independent lists and write as exhaustive a list as you can. See what are the things that overlap on this list. If they overlap on all 4 lists, then congratulations, you just found your Ikigai. Chances are, you may have to redefine one or two items, maybe reformulate or re articulate them to bring forth another facet and then see if they can be overlapping. This exercise may take a few minutes or a few hours. Be patient. If nothing yields, so be it. Revisit this list again after some time, maybe tomorrow. Populate each of these lists to become really specific. I'm deliberately refraining myself from citing examples here. This is for yourself to find. Someone may find it just like that. And for some others, it might take a few days. But in any case, finding your Ikigai is not a destination, but rather a start of a journey. And also, starting to make those lists is a start of this journey. So we are all basically in the same ship. Then why wait? Just do it. But bear in mind, that this is a start and this is going to be an arduous journey. It's not going to be an easy ride. And if it is being easy, then you're not onto something big. You're not using your full potential. The joy of this journey is in the pain of it, in the slowness of it, in the search of it. And in the process, we find ourselves our true nature, our being. The idea is to not conclude by saying that this is my Ikigai, as one might be tempted to do so, in which case it will be, and believe me, it will be yet another resolution. One may may be able to conclude what their purpose is, or their intent or objective, their aim or cause or motive, but Ikigai is a complex phenomenon since it overlaps with several of our facets and these facets keep evolving through our phases of life and new facets keep adding to our life like the petals in a flower ikigai being the core of this flower keeps evolving and transforming too but within the flower is the fruit and in that fruit is our seed our origin our true nature and in my view Ikigai is a never-ending journey to discover that until we completely dry and fall off. And that seed when falls off is a possibility of a new sapling that may shape the world even after the flower is gone. Gandhi, Albert Einstein, St. Teresa, Nelson Mandela, Steve Jobs, Vivekanand, Abraham Lincoln, Leonardo da Vinci, Galileo, Michelangelo and even Buddha. And many more are such seeds who have become into a tree, who continue to influence us, our life, in many ways, even long after they are gone. Who were these people before they became someone we knew? Weren't they just one of us? Aren't they just one of us? Ikigai is not about thinking of being someone someday. It is about being this, the way it is, Right now, Ikigai is about living this moment, cherishing what is. Ikigai is not about aspiring to become an influential figure one day, but it is about looking within to find our own true nature. I think that brings a genuine calm within. Ikigai is a journey of a lifetime and a tremendous possibility. Once again, a very happy new year. And as wished for all of us, may we find our Guy. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more such podcasts and daily writings, subscribe us on creating13.com that is creating13.com We request you to share this podcast with your friends and family and anyone who may be interested in such topics. Your sharing will only help us to reach out to people and to serve our cause. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. We've put the links in the description. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform now. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode and we wish to have you with us again next week for listening a new episode. Until then, take care.